Test, test. Oh, good morning, Laguna Beach. This is Craig on Rainbow Radio, KXFM 104.7. Here with the weather report. We know we like to know the weather first thing in the morning, whether we want to get up or stay in bed. <laughs> so I will tell you that today is not the most glamorous day in Laguna Beach history. Uh, cloudy early, becoming mostly sunny, though, this afternoon. High 63 winds, west-southwest, 10 to 20 miles an hour. So the high is uh, 63. The nice thing, and I'll say this for um, Andorra, who's a, a guest here, the humidity is 75%. So that helps us maintain our youthful appearance, right? <laughs> oh, let's see. I may turn some microphones on here. Um, so no cussing, folks. I have a real lineup for you folks this morning uh, here on, on Rainbow Radio. Oh, let's finish the weather, though. One thing at a time. I digress. The... The weather through the week is uh, partly cloudy and most to mostly sunny and temperatures high in uh, 65 to 70 degrees. So pretty typical for this time of year. And if I sound a little strange, it's I've had some dental surgery. So I, I'm here, though, and that's what's important in spite of in spite of my speech impediment a little bit. Not too bad. Anyway, um, we have a lot going on. First, I want to thank Chris Tibbet and Compass Realty and uh, Mike Johnson for supporting the program for the last couple of years. It's been, uh, we've been on the air now for four years, five years, something like that. So we always appreciate it when someone steps forward to support Rainbow Radio and the news and information that we bring to the community. Um, we appreciate you there. Let's not waste any time. And, and we're not, we're going to suspend. We may have time for it later. This week in history, there is a lot of news I'd like to report on. Maybe we'll have a, a group discussion on it as we go along. But uh, I just, I'm, it's awful early to be looking at Endora this morning, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> I was not prepared. <laughs> Usually. Uh, well, I got myself all fixed up and out of bed early. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hello, all you out there in TV land. You didn't wake up like that? Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> she does my hair was askew i had she, to fix it she gets up in the morning and goes who slept in my clothes <laughs> anyway um we have an event coming up this weekend and if you live under a rock somewhere and don't know about it that's a possibility but uh a, a dear friend that i've known now probably for four or five years rich flores um who has been a promoter in in uh, Palm Palm Springs? Well, maybe two Palm Springs. I don't know. He promotes a lot of stuff all over the, but mostly in Phoenix area for some light large dance clubs that were established there for many years. And more recently, he moved to Laguna Beach, uh, and he is here working at a fine establishment. And he decided that he wanted to help out Rainbow Radio, and he's become a board member. I mean. Rainbow Radio for Laguna Beach Pride. He's become a board member on Laguna Beach Pride. He got voted in. He screamed and yelled and protested, but uh, <laughs> we drug him in anyway. And so he came up with this idea of let's have a fundraiser wine tasting fabulous event. And we have been thinking and talking and discussing for probably what, Rich, probably a year now. Yeah, about a year now. Yeah. And so we said, okay, we, we're going to pull the trigger. And we picked a date. And then we had a little bonfire party, and uh, we ran into Chef, a fabulous chef that most of you may know in the community, uh, Justin Myers. And he has his own business. It's called uh, Delectable. Delectable OC is the catering. And then we also manage all the food and beverage at the Palisades Tennis Club in Newport Beach with our cafe at the Palisades. So he's he's first cabin, and he... and. Um, he and Rich have been putting together a program for next weekend on Saturday. And then to spice the program, and there's a lot of details, we'll go into that. And to spice the program up, we've included Endora for the silent auction. 
Andora is here as a local person. If you've also lived under a rock, you probably wouldn't know who Andora is. But but she adds a little spice and variety to the program. And so it's it's sophisticated yet casual. And it's the first time we've done it. And it's and to put uh, use Rich's words from him is that our hope is that we create such a following and such a wonderful event that it's not just a once one-shot deal. It's like the taste of Laguna is to food. Laguna Beach pride is to the wine industry and uh, imbibing with fabulous food paired with a uh, fabulous wine paired with fabulous food. So it's a partnership. Um, I remember, I'm going to digress now for those of you who know I digress a lot. I remember getting to the ripe age of 35 and thinking oh my God. that you go out and party and dance all night and that's all you do. And someone said, Craig, we're going to this fabulous restaurant in Truckee, California. And you should go. And I thought, okay. But they said, they're a little pretentious, this individual. But you, uh, oh, and when we got there, oh, you're not having wine? You're not having wine with dinner? So I got a lecture about wine with dinner. And I have to say, that dinner was the most fabulous dinner I think I had. I, I had an epiphany. I realized that if you blend a varietal of wine that is appropriate for your palate for food, you have a wonderful evening and the two things together roll in a little good conversation is the bounty of life. As far as I'm concerned, you can solve all the problems of the world in one meal and one bottle of wine. And I got that from my mother as well. So here we are Laguna beach pride with two fabulous entrepreneurs in the local community and one fabulous personality who's way over the top too often. <laughs> and we're putting a program together for the community out there in Laguna Beach. We're so excited about it. We're just 10 days away, or no, just a week away, a week today. Yeah. Today, yes. 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 So Next Saturday. <laughs> I put the wrong date on my calendar. Um, what? No, just kidding. <laughs> and Dora, she's always a, what, a few weeks behind. <laughs> But when she gets there, you know it. Boy, do you know it. That's so. why you showed up this morning early and ready, right? Oh, my gosh. This wasn't easy. I don't usually get up till the crack of noon. <laughs> so um, before we get uh, get into, oh, and also, we do have some entertainment besides indoor. We do have a little jazz trio there, um, the Greg Lyons uh, jazz trio. So let's get let's jump right in um i was uh, about three weeks ago invited to um justin's home and we did some wine pairing and we discussed what we're going to do with this and justin came along with many many ideas um and i we dearly appreciate it and he's been very generous actually uh, so if you can support justin however you can with his with his Delectable OC catering service, please go there. It's delectableoc.com. Com. Yeah. yeah, delectableoc.com. So let's just start this off here. How did you, um, let's start with Justin. How did you get, <laughs> what, 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 how long have you been in the food business and what put you there? What, I mean, what's your passion about food? <laughs> I've always had a passion for, for the culinary world and everything. My, my grandfather was a chef and, um, you know, I experienced a lot of time with him cooking in the kitchen and, you know, using all sorts of different ingredients. And then as I got to spend time in, um, you know, in the south of France with different family friends and everything, one was a pastry chef that I stayed with. And um, just the joy of cooking that, you know, brings friends together. And many friends of mine here in Laguna, we get together and we have brunches and dinners and just you know, it's not something to keep yourself sustained. It's just, you, you know, you can have enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Uh, so did you, at the, your first encounter, did you think this was going to be a career position for you or something that was just entertaining? No, not at all. I mean, I, I started out, you know, when I went to college at Chapman University in international business. And um, for a while, I worked as a subcontractor with the, um, the Department of Defense with a medical company. And then from there, after I left that, um, I ran a small vineyard and winery kind of tucked away, hidden here in Orange County and did that for several years. And when I parted ways with that position, I focused on doing event planning. And, um, you know, I, I had other caterers that I partnered with that would help me on my events. But then I always noticed there was something off. There was something that was missed. And 
something oh. that didn't connect. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I can do this myself. <laughs> and that's kind of how it bred into having my um, catering business in about uh, 2015. And then in 2018, I took over the um, cafe at the Palisades Tennis Club and been running that for the last uh, almost four years. Oh, wow. I know. I know you're very involved. And so, Rich, when you had this idea, did you, uh, how did you, what made you think of a wine event? <laughs> well, you know, from working at Splash's restaurant at Surf and Sand, I'm well connected with sommeliers and I see the wine vendors come in. I talk to them. I'm not shy to talk to anyone. So I, I talk you have to that them, talent. I, get their, <laughs> I get their business card and I figured, you know, since I'm connected that way, why not do an event? Um, I have a manager. His name is Joe Baumgartner. He is a master sommelier. Uh, he is wonderful. And he's, he, we do classes about, I think every, well, pre COVID every Friday we've done wine classes at splashes. I, um, wow. Yeah. They're not mandatory, but if you want to join, you can, you can come up. And so it, it's really interesting. I mean, I find it, uh, I think I should have a sommelier certificate by now, but I don't, um, <laughs> but it's really, it's just interesting how the wine works and where it comes from and all this and all that. And um, I'm just very appreciative to be around people. And that's what I said, well, you know, I'm connected. Let's do a wine tasting event. Right. And, and, and do it yeah, for the LGBT community for, but for the community. For the community in general. Com entire yeah. community. The, the entire it's not, community yeah. uh, in Laguna as you know, our model is, uh, <laughs> building, building barrier, building commerce through uh, diversity. Right, building commerce through diversity, and that's what we do. That's yeah. what we do, and we help everybody. So I should know that being being involved with Laguna Beach Pride <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. So, um, and then you had this encounter. Apparently, I want to understand how this kind of evolved because it's involved. It has evolved into something I had, I had no idea would become, and it's become a, to me. A very um, well thought out uh, program with a lot of components that make a lot of sense that um, make you appreciate what's what's going on from the type of wine. Which what happened there? What, I, your Baja wines. Where, what? How did that happen? Well, I was at. I got late at the bonfire, as you know, because of work. But um, Jonathan said we have we had a guest uh, by the name of Justin Myers and. He's a chef and he wants to help out with, you know, the wine and food. I'm like, wow, wonderful. So he gave me his information and I reached out to Justin and we got a meeting and it goes from there. You know, we connected very well and, and he is very, very, very knowledgeable. And I enjoyed our meeting very, very well. And he said, uh, there are some wines from Baja California through the Valle de Guadalupe. Which don't get a lot. Say of that again. The Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Yeah. And a lot of those wines don't get a lot of recognition. I mean, I know that from just working at. Well, I'm a, I Stephen like to say. say I'm a native Californian. I say it all the time on the program. I had no idea that there was uh, a bevy of variety of wines from uh, Baja, California with a rich, rich history. And so I've learned a lot in this process. So go and ahead. Justin taught me as well as, you know, the history of all that. And it's just so interesting. And. Um, it's exciting to share new wines with new people and just offer a new taste, perhaps, you know, to the community. And that's where we went. Well, and Ooh. and we can elevate people's palates like Endora. She usually does Annie Green Springs, <laughs> but we're going to bring her into a whole new dimension. And she's going to have an epiphany about wine. I can hardly wait. <laughs> <laughs> I like swill, so it'll be interesting. Swill. You drink the dregs, is from oh, what I hear. In the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Justin, go on. I want to hear more about the wine and how you became so familiar with it. Well, you know, this is kind of my philosophy that I have for for our catering business, and then I also have been, you know, with the many years I had running a private vineyard and winery and experience, and just you know, consuming wine myself and visiting different regions around the world. Uh, you know, with my catering business, I wanted to expand. And I, I always say that there's nothing more delicious than a delectable experience, always serving up a savory, rich and layered affair. And 
you know, we have tons of wine events here in Laguna. So I really wanted to provide something for our group here that you're not going to find anywhere else. And Fantastic. that's why I, I talked about the, the Valle de Guadalupe. You say it much better than I do. <laughs> well, Rich, his last but, name is Flores. So, yeah, I mean, you'd be yeah, But, um, you know, I got experience back in uh, 2008. I went down there to Ensenada with Newport Beach and their sister city association as Ensenada is one of Newport sister cities and went on a tourism trip and we were toured through the Valle de Guadalupe uh, oh, wow. back then in 2008 when it was a little blip on the map. Huh. And, um, you know, I recently, last year at my cafe, I wanted something different for Cinco de Mayo other than tequila and tacos. So, um, you know, I did a seven-course wine-paired dinner, all with wines from the Valle de Guadalupe. And, um, you know, they're, they're, it's so unique down there with the wines they have because they don't have the same regulation as we do here, you know, in, in California or even you know, as strict as regulations as you have in France, where in certain regions in Beaujolais, you can only, you know, grow the Gamay grape and, you know, you can only produce a certain amount. And then, you know, even if um, the government doesn't like your blend, you're out of luck. You can't oh, wow. sell that. Wow. You know, so it's so regimented over there. But then some of the wines I'm going to present for us, um, you know, on next Saturday are just blends of, grapes from all around the world. One of them from Casa Magoni and um, the proprietor Don Magoni is like the godfather of wine down there because he started with L.A. Chetto, which is like the gallows of, of the, the Valle. Very huge producer and everything, but he started with them over 40 years ago and then wow. um, moved in starting his own. But we have a Chardonnay Vermentino blend, which... you uh, um, you have Vermentino, an Italian grape, and a Chardonnay grape blended together. Like you don't have that. Well, I, I can. Uh, when Justin, we were first organizing this, Justin invited us to his house, and he did have some wine samples of this wine. And I have to say, he served me up a rosé, and I, I kind of put my nose up because you know rosé was something that I, in my attitude, was you drank twenty years ago when you didn't know wine, you thought pink was pretty so you drank some pink wine you know and it was usually sweet and crappy stuff but i have to say this rosé wine was from uh guadalupe yeah the, that's the 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 casa hippie which is actually uh spelled j-i-p-i and uh this is from one of my uh favorite wineries down there bruma and you have uh, -huh. uh lulu uh Martinez, who is the uh, winemaker down there. And that's the other great thing. Many of the wines that I selected also are all female winemakers, which, you that's know, nice. there's <laughs> a, a huge assortment of female winemakers down there that are turning out these incredible wines. And Lulu, she trained in Bordeaux and then came back down to Mexico and are producing these wines. But the, the rosé that we had is actually a Barbera. And I think okay. this is one thing that people... Um, get so confused as you said they think of you know like pretty Beringer's white zin or oh, something God. like that that's what they think of a rosé and mm -hmm. and um you know the color actually comes from the skin of the grape and how long they keep it during the um the pressing process so you know most wines do start out red but they remove the skin that's correct yeah. well it was delicious and i was i was shocked and alarmed you know uh, so, um, I, I think what I find, um, I find so exciting is that we're, we are bringing something forward that uh, I like to say has been unbridled for a long time in Mexico. It's not highly regulated and it's very creative in, in the, at the same time. And it's something that, um, I think has been underappreciated. It sounds like and under-recognized, and here we are in Laguna Beach, very close to those wineries, much closer than Napa, Sonoma, Mendocino. No disrespect to the fabulous wines that come from there, but, uh, and we will have some other uh, flavors there at the at the event. So now let's go to the event. Let's, I want people to know what this production is about. I know it starts at four o'clock and goes until eight, and I know there's a little welcome reception uh, tickets in advance are $35, which is a bargain, <laughs> a big bargain in my book, because it includes um, six samplings of wine, plus a um, 
light bites throughout the evening that are paired specifically with the for the wine experience. And I, I uh, Justin and uh, Rich have worked very hard in putting that together and making it make sense. Um, it's also a fundraiser. And it's uh, our annual fundraiser for Laguna Beach Pride. It enables the Pride Festival, essentially, but enables Laguna Beach Pride to be a year-round um, community support organization. And as we said earlier in the program, it uh, it the mantra is um, building unity through diversity and commerce and unity through diversity. And that's really what it is. Uh, the the position with Laguna Beach Pride is that if we're part of the community, we need to support it. We need to support it with business. We need to support it with many things. But uh, in that brings the diversity, and I am very pleased with that. Um, that we're we're doing this anyway. So it is a charity event, and Dora will be the headlining the uh, you <laughs> you. <laughs> The uh, and we have a lot of great gifts I know that are coming forward with the for the event for the silent auction. Uh, I know Splashes has stepped up and donated a dinner, a three course dinner. That's correct. About a three hundred dollar value, and you know you sign up and you're twenty five dollars, and you're the only one who signs the the auction form. It's yours. Uh, also, Spaghettini has uh, uh, done another. Uh, done it again. The Hilton in Newport Beach has uh, done a two-night stay with breakfast for two people, about a $950 value with the rooms that they've uh, identified for the for the uh, donation, as well as many merchants in Laguna have. Um, can you give me a quick rundown, uh, Rich, on some of the people that have provided you remember? Yeah, um, Ario downtown, the home decor has donated a uh, gift basket. Um, Nuance, the another home decor, donated a gift basket for the event. Um, Hotel Laguna donated a gift card. Cool. Um, Art yeah. of Fitness donated uh, a gift certificate for some free classes. I believe the vault for, women's side donated. The vault women's side has donated a gift card. Um, Bouchon Vineyards from Napa donated a wine tasting for four people. So whoever wants to travel up to Napa and get a really nice experience, that's a possibility. And then we're also Justin. donating um, uh, six tickets to a Laguna Playhouse performance accompanied, um, depending if you choose a matinee or an evening show, if you do a matinee, then... Um, Myself and uh, my fiance Eric will provide a fabulous champagne brunch for you. Oh, uh, that wow. will host our house, which is um, just around the corner from the playhouse. Yeah. Or if you choose an evening performance, then we will do an evening cocktail, um, you know, dinner reception for you and your guests for, for, for six people. Wow. Plus the tennis club, I understand. Yes. And that's right. We did donate um, a three month membership to the new, uh, the Palisades Tennis Club in Newport Beach. So folks, you see, this is not your, your, um, <laughs> your low class. <laughs> this is a, but I don't want to make it sound elitist. It's a fun group. We all have fun and, and, and it's, it's casual cocktail fun kind of get together. And, uh, I know, uh, I've got, um, uh, We've invited, I know some local um, city council members are coming. I know some local, um, I guess, celebrities are coming as well, which it, it, we, it's great to have their support. Uh, so there's lots of, uh, I digress, I'm going to get back to the, what's going to happen particularly, but let's get the, the, um, the prizes are many, and I even oh even the local chiropractor here, Veronica Nice, she gave a one-hour chiropractic chiropractic. Chiropractic. Uh, <laughs> there, thank you. That word. <laughs> Amazing. And Dora's helping me out for a change. <laughs> so no, I don't mean like that. But anyway, uh, yes, you do. She gave an hour an hour massage, a chiropractic style. So that's, uh, that's very nice. And, and they're, they're keep rolling in. We've got the rest of the week. So we will probably have, um, 20 or so raffle tickets and then silent auction items, probably 15 or so really good prizes that you can choose from. And like I said, if, uh, if, uh, you're the only one to bid on some of those, um, 
I've had people stand in front of them and say, oh, you don't want to bid on this and their names on it, you know, but joking aside. But anyway, it's, it's a, it's a fun festival thing. And, and Dora will be headlining that whole thing. And so I'll be you, watching everybody. Oh, like a hawk. And, and she I, catches I, cheaters. I like, promise I won't take the best prize before anybody gets there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, we can do that. I can just remove it from the table. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a foodie person. So I want to know what is on the menu for the food items. Well, um, I think it's uh, also important to talk about kind of a, th there's a, a slight structure to this that we're going to focus on that from Absolutely. You know, the, the event does run four to eight o'clock, but from four to six, we'll be featuring the wines from the, maybe you say, you say much better than I do, Rich. Valle de Guadalupe. The, yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> we just need that on a recording. My mother loop. taught me well. Valle de Guadalupe. So huh? we'll be featuring the six wines from, from Mexico, from um, Baja there. And uh, one important thing to talk about too, about with the Valle, that people think it's something new or, or just like a new thing, like pop up like Temecula, but actually the Valle is the oldest wine producing region in the Americas. You know, wine started out in the Valle, and then as the, the Spanish right. came through and started uh, colonizing and expanding up, they took the wines from there and started spreading it out. But wine started in the Valle. Uh, I just want to interject here. There's a wonderful uh, YouTube video from Sunset Magazine, which I dearly love. It's a, really a nonprofit magazine that focuses on California and the West Coast. There's a, a video documentary about the wineries down there. It's worth watching to see what it's all about. But I digress. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, you know, the event starts at four o'clock, but from four to six o'clock, we'll be focusing on, on the, the Baja wines. And then there'll be small bites paired with the Baja wines. We'll be having some, um, you know, whitefish ceviche, some uh, manchego um, to pair with a couple of the wines with the mango puree on top. Roast, mm. A little uh, roasted pork belly with a um, orange ginger jalapeno glaze on it um so those are just a few of the little kind of like delectable treats that we'll be pairing mm. up with some of these wines and then um from six to seven o'clock we'll be transitioning and we'll be offering a paella that i'll be preparing and you know there's many different versions and ways of paella i'm going to do Absolutely. a little bit more kind of simplistic pared down version that's going to feature the andouille sausages uh chicken and shrimp we will also have a non-shellfish version as well for those that have an allergy to that. That will be more of a uh, also a vegetarian-based one with some um, artichokes, asparagus, bell peppers, and a whole little assortment of great kind of uh, root vegetables in it as well. Um, and then we'll be kind of transitioning at that point to some of the other fabulous wines that uh, Rich got donated um, from that the last part from the six to eight o'clock hour. And then um, from seven to eight, we'll be serving dessert. Uh, but also with the paella, I'm going to be making a sangria with one of the wines from Baja, from the um, winemaker um, Lulu from Bruma. And it's a Barbera, which is just, in a, Barbera is also an Italian grape, but this is an incredible wine that um, kind of has a little bit of an effervescentness to it. So it has almost like a little bit of a sparkling nature to it. If you think of like the Lambrusco, which are kind of those sweeter um, sparkling wines, kind of similar to a beer that you get, but uh -huh. you know, they're, they're sweet, but they're not actually, I would say fruit forward rather than sweet. There's a big difference in wine between sweetness and fruit forward. Okay. When you think of something sugary, like maybe like, like a Moscato or something to where when you have a wine, wine that is fruit forward is where you taste a lot of those like kind of berry notes and things. Um, but with the um, Barbera, I'm going to be making a sangria with that, adding a little bit of Saint Germain, but cure made out of elderflower and putting some pomegranate in it, some ginger ale, little Mexican honey drizzle around it. I mean, it's going to be fabulous to pair along with the paella. I'm going to be a... <laughs> Go ahead. Sounds good. No, I'm getting I know I'm going to be a mess after this. <laughs> and then we do have a couple added treats because we do have some VIP tables that we've offered. And I think we have one or two left that we can still we have, sell. We have two left. We have two. The, yeah. And those are going for $450 donation table for six. But we have a, a local artist and dear friend of mine and ally to all of us, Robin Ayers, who shows that the Laguna... Um, 
Laguna Gallery of Contemporary Art over here on PCH. She's painting up some amazing Vuv Clicquot boxes for us with all sorts of different um, individuals and, and pride em emblems on it that will be at the VIP tables. And then... Explain the sommeliers, too. Oh, yes. And then um, we have sommeliers that will be helping, that will be at the VIP tables, walking them personally through all of the wine flights that we'll be offering. And another little added treat for all of our VIP tables is that my mother um, will be making her, really? her very delectable chocolate dipped strawberries. That will be <laughs> a special treat for the VIP tables. God bless mother. Yes. <laughs> wow. And Rich, your family is going to be there as well, yeah, visiting my, from Phoenix. Yes, my mom, my dad, my sister, and my nephew. They're all coming out. They haven't been here. Uh, my parents have been here in, I would say, four or five years. Do uh, do. Uh, I'm excited. You know, they usually come out once a year, so they're coming out. And Very to cool. Enjoy, yeah, see me, of course, <laughs> and uh, enjoy enjoy the event. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Um. So that's a program, and that's for from uh, until eight o'clock. Yes. So it's four to eight, and it. So really, uh, to really benefit from the event and and get the full scope of things, it, it behoove you to get there right at at four. So that you don't miss any of the um, pro the proceedings that go on, right? Absolutely. I think it's also important we should mention that it's at the neighborhood congregational church. Uh, location is important. Yeah, over <laughs> on Glenary and St. Anne's, kind of kitty corner just up from Rouse. And yeah, I want to say it's, it's not in the church. There is a, a, a large facility there in courtyard, garden courtyard attached to a large building called the Bridge Building. Bridge Hall. Bridge Hall. And Bridge Hall is a wonderful space, Beautiful. lots of open space. And uh, the doors, many doors open up onto the patio where the paella will be being prepared. And if you want to step out to a cocktail table and, and I guess um, do what Endora does well, which is run the room. I can't hardly wait. <laughs> She'll be running the room. <laughs> In heels. In heels. Little interesting fact. Did you know the stained glass windows on, on Bridge Hall? Those were gifted by Betty Davis? No. Yes. Really? <laughs> Yes, Betty did it. Betty did it. <laughs> yeah, Betty Davis. She she used to live here in town. She had a home right at the steps of uh, Woods Cove, just down the street here. Yeah. Tudor, the Tudor house, just on the right there. But she was a big supporter of our community and of the neighborhood congregational church. Get out of here! Wow. <laughs> I love history. I, love really, history. I remember a lot of it. <laughs> Really? You were there. <laughs> you were there. Andre. You were there, weren't you? I just turned 42. So, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a it, it's a wonderful venue and the and the music to complement it, which is a, a little jazz trio, which I'm really excited about. Uh, Greg Lyon and uh his uh keyboardist is an instructor at UCI, uh, a musical instructor. So not only is the wine sophisticated and interesting and um, worthy, so is the music and the entertainment that goes with it. So I just can't think the packages just come together. And I have to thank so many. I now I'm speaking. I put my hat on as um, no longer as KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio. I put my hat on as Laguna Beach Pride president. I just want to say thank you to the community for the support that's come forward on this event. It is phenomenal. I for five years, we've been working with Laguna Pride, and 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 it's sometimes uh, difficult to get the attention and and to develop a um, a program. But this program, through the generosity of the community, has just really come together. And I particularly want to thank Rich and Justin for all they've done to put this together. Justin has um, stepped way far forward than I was expecting. Yeah, particularly when I just <laughs> in the bottom of my heart thank Justin. He's been in. An absolute big help with all this and support, and I, we couldn't have done this without him. Well, he's yeah. he's put some very um, powerful intrinsic value Ooh. into the program. I think. With I think I kind of leached on a little bit too, but I saw this. I'm like, what's better than food and wine? And we can really make this one <laughs> one hell of a fabulous event. Yeah, not to be missed. And and we are, we are. I will say from the standpoint of managing the event, uh, we are limited to 150 guests. So it's it is 
And, and the reason to do that is that we want to make sure that we're prepared for the right amount of people. And that means that the food is the right amount, that the wine is the right, that the venue, we don't want to pack them in and, and have a free for all. We want to have it to be an exceptional experience so that next year, uh, if uh, our plans are to have it again, uh, that when we step up to the plate again, people will um, have a, well, they'll have an understanding that it is something that is very nice and worthy, you know, so that's our goal to really do it right. And, you know, I don't know, <laughs> Laguna Beach Pride has a lot of people in the hospitality field. Myself, 30 years hotel experience, Jonathan Cauliflower, uh, who is uh, splendid events and helping tremendously with this has a, another 15, 20 years in hospitality. And certainly Rich has a lot of experience in hospitality. So it goes a great distance. Um, in putting something together like this uh, for the for that's coming up, to find out um, to purchase a ticket, there are there are tickets, thirty five dollar tickets available. There are forty dollars at the door, but I would not bet on any tickets being available at the door. So the best is to purchase your tickets in advance, and you can go to lagunabeachpride.org um, is the website, and you can purchase your tickets there. You'll immediately get an email back with your ticket voucher that you can bring to the event. And you get the fabulous rewards of knowing you're contributing to the community and diversity and all the things that go with it. You know, it's, it's all very, very cool. We're going to take a, a short music break and be back on the other side. This is Craig with Rainbow Radio KXFM 104.7 here in Laguna Beach, California with Justin and Rich and lovely Endora. Who, who we don't normally see this hour of the morning. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. So it's an anomaly. <laughs> we'll be right back on the other side.
when we're back. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio here with three special guests. I'm just so pleased. I do have one news item I want to bring up because I I find it striking. And so we're going we're gonna, to, we're, and we can talk about it if you want, but uh, HRC, everyone's familiar with HRC, right? Human Rights yes. Campaign. And they're uh, based in the United States primarily, but they're all over the world. And they rate various businesses for being LGBTQ and diversity supportive. And and diversity is the key word, it, not necessarily just LGBTQ, but that they support diversity and have hiring policies and and uh, I guess an attitude or mantra within the company that says if you work there, and it's all based on the work, if you work there, that you'll be treated fairly. Well, they decided this week, remarkably, that Fox News doesn't meet their criteria. Oh. Oh. Can oh. you do that again? Oh. <laughs> What a shock. So they've lost their rating. Uh, Fox News is no longer considered a good place to be employed uh, if you're gay. Their oh. policies and their, um, and they particularly addressed uh, their uh, untruthful news articles with regard to the LGBTQ community as uh, one of the reasons. So I guess they tips are falling left and right. I don't know. I just had to toss that out there. <laughs> Anyway, back to other news. We're we're here with Rich and Justin and Endora, the lovely Endora, and uh, waving her her flag. And uh, she worked last night, by the way, and she's here this morning. I I had I'm just shocked. I am too. <laughs> like what what's the line in uh, Auntie Mame where Vera gets up and she looks at Aunt, Auntie Mame and says, "Oh, you." Uh, who slept in your clothes again? I forget <laughs> how that line goes, but anyway, it, it's clever. It's a good one, yes. Auntie Mame, of course. Auntie Mame was fabulous. She was. So uh, it is. We're we're talking about. Uh, I, I guess what I, I want to touch on is that the LGBTQ component of Laguna Beach is very present in this room this morning. Um, we're all uh, part of this diversity. And we're all very supportive of the community, and uh, we all make contributions. And I'm, and this is a wonderful place to live and do those things. Uh, I don't know of many other places. Like I've said many, many times before, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be working when I came from Wairika, California, population about thirty-five hundred, that I would be working in a little beach town on a radio station talking about LGBTQ issues, when the only model I had was an older gentleman that worked at the flower shop in Wairika and uh, picked up hitchhikers for entertainment. That's what I thought my life was going to be, you know. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> oh, and speaking of it, it's easy. Tomorrow's Easter, right? Yes. Yeah. What I'll are you doing for Easter, Indora? Fixing a ham and going to church. Oh, uh-huh. Which going church? In... The church of what? <laughs> later day saints. Later day? Yeah, later in the day. Later in the day saints. <laughs> Nothing too early. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to. I can't be ready. Yeah, upset your schedule. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, we have uh, time to, to uh, I guess, hit on any highlights we, we may have missed uh, with the, with the, this event that's coming up. Tickets are still available, $35, $40 at the door. A couple of VIP tables still available. Um, going fast, I think one or two have been spoken for, but, but um, well, one has been spoken for, for sure. But uh, so if there's one left, I guess, <laughs> in reality. And uh, so you can, you still have time to make some reservations and get in there. I, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hopeful that at the door, I think the door is if you show up and you, someone at the last minute wants to go, you can, uh, hopefully there's one or two at the door, but. We'll send them a doggy bag to enjoy on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Let them we'll sit and watch something. what they missed out on so they know next time to buy early. Yeah, <laughs> buy early. <laughs> so it should be, I'm so looking forward to it. It should be lots of fun. Um, and then we do have in uh, coming up, I have to get my little schedule here we do have a bonfire beach bonfire coming up That's right correct. yes 
And then pride, which this will go to, we haven't focused on pride much, but uh, the pride weekend, which is uh, August uh, 3rd, 4th, or 4th, 5th, and 6th, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have some grand plans we're working on. We have, uh, I think, on uh, Friday, we have um, maybe the theater. Yes, uh, we have the uh, production Xanadu. Xanadu, yeah. And we're working on that, making it, hopefully making it a creative and uh, a partnership with the theater and making it very uh, robust and exciting. And, you know, maybe Endora will show up with her with her heels, you know. And I've never know. been a member of the Board of Trustees of the Laguna Playhouse for 11 years now. So chances are. So we will make an amazing event that Friday. I will, I will make certain of that. That's our pride. That's kicks off the Pride Festival this August. And then uh, Saturday is the main event. And then Sunday uh, is Orange County Fair will be going on. And every year at the fair, uh, they have a day that's, and, and that is gay day at the fair. So it's a full weekend of um, pride starting on Friday, Saturday, and then culminating on Sunday. And then after the fair, of course, you have to run to the beach and relax and get a little sun before the end of the day because it's uh, it's a long weekend. And we, we're we so proud we have the beach. Um, also, um, there is a, uh, I, I should say, there's a thing in the works to get a rainbow lifeguard tower at West Street Beach. And there's been some remarkable progress with... Um, Conversations with Orange County Beach uh, or Parks Department and some of the lifeguard associations. And there's been some research on the cost. If we just purchased one, uh, a new tower and had rainbow colors put on it, or if we modified an existing one, if the, the uh, they would let us do that. The nice thing is that precedence has been set in uh, Venice Beach and I believe in Long Beach with uh, rainbow towers. So... Uh, we should be able to prevail uh, with the diversity colors, as I, as I like to think. So, um, so that's what's coming up. But, but I, I digressed. I forgot the bonfire is coming up May fourteenth, and that's May 14th. I think full moon is the fifteenth, or maybe it's the thirteenth, but it's right close to that. So, it should be. And the last one we had was well, we were all there except Endora. She was. Um, Traveling some makeup on, I think, to go to do her show. She was in hair and makeup. <laughs> she was still in hair and makeup. <laughs> oh, at oh, Nordy's, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do to be a pretty oh, girl. It's a lot of work, <laughs> I tell you. A lot Girls, of- how many of you look like this this early in the morning? <laughs> Not very many, I just know. <laughs> still wearing your bathrobe and slippers. Uh, Jealous. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, we're live on Facebook, if you didn't know. So say hello to your fans, Endora. Hi, kids. Welcome, everybody. Come join in all the activities and fun. It's going to be great. Here we go. So the Sunset Bonfire and then Laguna Beach Pride Festival. And in the interim, we do have uh, other things that we kind of spice it up. We try to do something every month just to be omnipresent. You know, we are 365, 365 days a year. Um, We're back having events at the Suzy Q. Um, yeah, the, Live, the that started Club Q is um, is having regular monthly events again. It's been on a hiatus during uh, COVID, which was uh, almost uh, well. We tried the Zoom thing, and I've discovered that everyone got zoomed out after a while. <laughs> It was challenging. We had one person show up once for one of our Zoom events. So we decided. So we did have a live one. We had a, a, a potluck. So we will be doing more with um, with Club Q. And then the uh, Culture and Heritage has, we have a meeting coming up, uh, which is um, another organization here in Laguna Beach, which is now a committee that's part of Laguna Beach Pride. And it's about, uh, I guess, keeping the history alive uh, as part of what's going on in Laguna Beach with diversity and, and, and what Laguna Beach has traditionally been about and what the diverse community has contributed to <laughs> this very city. 
and there's some other things going on that I have to bite my tongue and not say, but talk about, but there's, there's, let's just Do say tell. there's some exciting news. <laughs> You'll have to hold me down and beat me to get it out of me. I tell you, it's After not the show. <laughs> I, I should hope we wouldn't want to do it live. <laughs> I don't think it'd be on camera. So uh, no, work. we don't want to be on camera. Uh, is is anyone have anything else they want to toss in the hopper before we wrap it up? We've got just about three minutes here. Oh, to hurry up and buy your tickets because we're we're going to be sold out here, and you don't want to miss out on this. Yeah, it's going to be talked about for a long, long time. I know Tony Eisman is coming. I don't know why oh. that she's. She said, "Oh yeah, I'll be there, man." And uh, Sue Camp wanted uh, was uh, had a prior engagement and sent her regrets big time. I really do believe she was. I I wish I'd have known. So next year we're gonna we're gonna get the word out there a little sooner for the for the VIPs. But uh, yeah, there's some Annie Friedman from um, is coming. With, who is uh, if you're not familiar with Annie, she's in, uh, head of an organization called Gays for Good. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. yeah, and it's a national organization, and it's uh, she is in charge of it. Uh, um, and so we've we've supported their organization, Laguna Beach Pride, and she's just excited to come with her wife and uh, be here for that. I think that is great. So um, there there'll be people you'll know. Everyone will be. It's it's it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be a very fun event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just need to know what time I'm supposed to be there and where do I clock in? Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd be more concerned about the proper accruements in the green room. Well, that's a given, isn't it? You take care of your celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably want to get there before four since the, the program starts at four and we've got to kind of give you a rundown and then. It lasts at eight, but at eight o'clock, you're free to go. Oh, fabulous. We'll be dancing in the street there on St. Anne's. <laughs> which, which will be fun. So, uh, uh, and Dora, that's a heavy burden to handle. You have to be the spice of the party, you know. Well, I'm bringing my tap shoes. I hope that it's not too crowded so I can do my oh. big routine. Oh, that'd be cool. I remember Ann Miller and the way she would go around the room and do all those circles. I'm ready. My tap <laughs> shoes are dusted off. And I appreciate the warning on that. <laughs> the stage and the acoustics in the room are going to be wonderful for that. Perfect. <laughs> I can hardly wait. <laughs> Get out your I, uh, dollars. Yeah. We'll be sure the media that's there will will get a few photos of it for you so we can yeah share them. Well, I think I was just in that room for the quilt. Yes, the quilts are displayed the quilts, there right they're now. They're beautiful. If yeah. you haven't gone, go. They're really yeah provocative and very. They will be there. Still, They'll still be up. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Well, you will, you'll have to see that. It's fabulous. If you're not familiar, they were. Um, displayed uh, downtown in the Wells Fargo building and there were some unhappy uh, campers, I guess. And so they were undisplayed. <laughs> and um, Pastor um, Roderick reached out and said, well, they're diverse and they're cool. And um, we'd be happy to uh, display them at the Bridge Hall, which is where they are, which is where the event is. So you can kill two birds with one stone on this one and you can appreciate the art as well as the music art, the food art, the wine art. What other kind of art? Uh, the drag art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are there going to be drag queens? Uh, no. <laughs> you know I'm natural. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, and I didn't cuss. We, we, so not, we, we got to swear. We have to vacate this because I see our next show is coming up right now. So any any well wishes to anyone out there in listening world? No, we're just looking forward to be a part of this event and creating something unique and special for Laguna and our community. And Rich, uh, say hello to your family. Hi, Mom. Mom Dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, you have family in, in Oregon. Do they ever listen? Yes. Well, I don't think so, okay, but that's well, okay. I do right. keep in touch, though, and send them photos all the time. All right, dear. <laughs> Thank you for showing up so early. Thank you to my guests. This is KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio signing off for Craig. And here in just a few seconds, it'll be neighboring radio, radio hood <laughs> with <laughs> with my, my dear friend, uh, Cindy. So, well, she goes by her stage name. I should, I should go that. Ida May. Ida May. Ida May. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to 
take it out here with a Bruce Springsteen song, I believe, a remake. Classic. Thanks, Craig. Thank, Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Craig. Thank you. <laughs>